Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I am your host, Corbin, with my co-host, Tate. And we have somebody extra, extra special on very for y'all today. Special. Oh, very special indeed. We have the one, the only, DJ from Lazy Superheroes. Thanks, guys. How you doing, nice DJ? Yeah, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, uh, many, many, many might know that I, I had a bit of a, a hiatus from, uh, uh, well, from the real world, really. <laughs> Three weeks of <laughs> So uh, I've been a bit quiet, but I'm, I'm back. Uh, finally, finally got our uh, token gating bot rolled out. So uh, Hedera has a, another uh, pretty flexible and nice to use token gating bot uh, you know, available for all. Nice. Uh, hit me up if you're interested. But <laughs> uh, yeah, nice to deliver bits of functionality for the project and, uh, and be back in the world of living <laughs> again. Proof. It is glad to, we are glad to have you back, DJ. Yes. Nonetheless. Thank you. Always a pleasure, my friend. So, DJ, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so, where to start? Um, I, I was, uh, this is a fairly, uh, uh, fairly new revelation, uh, giving it to you guys first, the hot scoop. But about a week ago, I resigned from, uh, from a job. Um, I. Uh, used to work at a hedge fund. Uh, I used to invest people's money. Um, so uh, a fairly intense, always on kind of job. Very stressful. Um, yeah. Yeah. So eight years as a portfolio manager there before a career at banks and various other things. But, you know, backing all the way through that. Before, I, I was originally a computer science guy and a developer. At heart, so I kind of gone full circle. But uh, yeah, back with crypto, so yeah, the alignment of uh, of the finance thing and uh, the computer science thing. So my two favorite things. I'm, I'm a geek. Uh, may as well admit that, and then just jarring them together. You know, that's yeah. that's where crypto is. And so yeah, being part of uh, part of an ecosystem and seeing it develop and, and trying to add to that has always interested me. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's the short version, the canned version. I expect to be back in a, in a new role somewhere in another incarnation, but hopefully once my firm figures out how to let me go, uh, yeah, I'll have a few months off and I can use that productively to help push forward the NFT space on Hedera. Love to very, hear that. Very cool, my man. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Um, how did you actually find out about HBAR? Uh, so again, you know, comsci guy who's in the middle of finance, kind of skeptical about crypto, I'll be honest, to begin with, uh, as is always the path. I have been you know, w- watching since the, the old, old, old days. Um, clearly, I, I'm, I'm a pretty cynical guy at heart, so I got in my own way and didn't buy the things I should have just bought, closed my eyes and uh, bought them. Um, I always thought there were risks and they wouldn't necessarily come to, well, none of them came to pass. And so again, I should have got out of my own way, but I was always looking at layer ones, trying to figure out what might fit what I'd actually like to be. So. I found uh, I was introduced 
to interviews uh, with Lehman back in the old old days before the SAFTs. Somehow I registered for those SAFTs and then didn't get the notification, which is really quite frustrating. So uh, I didn't get in um, on those. Uh, would I have allocated the kind of capital I would have needed to have been part of those? I don't know at the time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, we you know, get to white papers. Uh, it, Hedera was the first network that I was very comfortable with. Actually, interestingly, and perhaps controversially, uh, yeah, XRP, Ripple was my first love in terms of crypto. I really love what, what Ripple, the company, were doing. I, I thought that use case was truly spectacular. Once I came to the conclusion a long, long time ago, and yeah, things may have changed, but the XRP wasn't necessarily core to what Ripple, the company, were trying to do. It would help and uh, potentially make it better, but it wasn't a prerequisite for what they were doing. I, I kind of got caught in no man's land, so I never really allocated substantial capital to yeah. the idea. But you know, yeah, there, there is a clear use case. You know, again, yes. I'm always looking for uh, uh, not number go up, which again, stupid me. I should just buy things and let number go up, but. <laughs> uh, Real-world use cases. I, I, I want to understand. Yeah, um, I, I've lived in the banking world. I understand. I send money across borders. I, I know how painful it is to deal with Nostra accounts and KYCs and all this. Yeah, not knowing where it will land and when and how much it will cost you to make that happen. So seeing a real-world use case was just like, wow. You know, this is this is great. Um, but yeah, didn't never really clicked from various parts and then you know, lawsuits and the like. But Hedera was the first one that I thought took on the world a little bit differently. I think you know, trying to win the enterprise is not necessarily popular with the retail crowd, but in the long term, as part of a multi-chain, multi-layer, uh, one ecosystem where you sort of take the best bits of everything and combine it together for real-world usage, I've always thought that Hedera would be uh, a decent part of that. And um, for some of the reasons that the Maxi crowd might hate Hedera, but you know, there's elements of centralization, there's certainly elements of, you know, let's call them government stooges, uh, yeah, but the, the relationships that, that some of the key personnel and where they've been, to me as a finance guy inside the machine, those are positives because those are how, how it gets through to win the enterprise. That's yeah. why an IBM believes in it. That, 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 that's why ServiceNow might develop on it. That's why DLA Piper might be involved, you know, because of those reasons. And I, yeah, I'd love a number to go up, I, you know, we all would, but I think that will come in time. And sure. yeah, it's just a, it's a slow burner. And so actually, you know, this, destructive, painful, horrible, miserable crypto winter that's upon us right now, it, this excites me because th this is the time that I get to back to allocating capital, developing things, looking at ways to make the world yeah, or, or a slice of the world different and better and uh, no longer have to deal with, oh yeah, but it's lagging this and it's not doing that. Why hasn't it jumped 10x? Because that's... 
Yeah, I mean that's noise. Uh, yeah, I take a I take a sort of fairly medium term view, and um, you know, weirdly over time, my uh, my, my perhaps uh, d- destructive side and frustration with everything that central banks have done and you know, debasement of money, etc., pulls me more and more into this world of of believing that crypto could be a could be a real thing. But I'm not. I'm not stupid to believe that it can be um, disconnected from from the world of macro risk, and oh, sure. that's taking a pounding. So this is only going to take a levered pounding, which is <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you, you need to understand, have a plan, and uh, stomach for it. So short circuit all that back. I found uh, I found it very early, well before the net launch, etc. I missed on the SAS because I'm a clown and probably didn't check my email or have no reactive spam filter. Um, mainnet launched and you know, everyone dumped the token. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I stood there and yeah, that, that was my first proper allocation in terms of capital to crypto. And that was at a you know, circa one cent price. Um, yeah. So I've nice. been in since then. Um, I've bought all the way up to 42 cents. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I'm back buying now. Um, yeah, I've been, on, I've been on pause since November last year when pretty much everything peaked out. Uh, yeah, I bought a little here and there to play with NFTs or you know, on, on ETH or whatever. You have uh, XRP. I bought some for the hopefully blossoming market that will, <laughs> will appear over there when they get launched. But uh, uh, yeah, in general, I've been on, on hiatus, but now dollar cost average, I don't know where the bottom will be, you know, bottom picking smelly fingers and we don't need that. So you just have to, just have to have a plan and stomach it and, uh, yeah, be prepared. And yeah, that's, that's where we are, but I, I'm still a big believer, a big believer in the network. I think it's, um, it's clearly early in a number of ways, uh, but there are certain features like fair ordering um, of, of transactions and the, the speed and cheapness of, of those transactions that allow for use cases that just don't really work elsewhere. And so it's that real world use case stuff that, that brings me back every time. Um, and I just think one day we yeah, you wake up and find that, uh, that Avery Denison's got yeah, a couple of billion items being tracked all the way through the supply chain and it'll just be a shoulder shrug of like, yeah, well, I mean, of course it is. <laughs> and, and suddenly people will say, hang on a minute, what's this network I've never heard of? Yeah, mm-hmm. so, 100%. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. Anyway, that's my plan. That's, yeah. that's great. Nothing else can really touch the astounding computational power of HBAR currently. Terms of its just raw efficiency and able yeah. to just slam through transactions like it's nothing. I mean, nothing's nothing can compare to the Hashcraft just technology. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just it's insane to see how, how much it's developed and stuff. And now we have this huge NFT ecosystem that's just continuing to be developed on and worked on and built upon with a very structured, strong foundation and a strong community backing it. That kind of leads into our next question. Um, it was kind of like a brief rundown on the HBAR NFT ecosystem and your thoughts. Like, yeah, the history of 
like the go men days. You've been in it for and... a while now, and we know wow. that you probably know more than obviously majority of our listeners. Yeah. yeah. So so yes, I I was there excited on the very first day that go men launched, and, uh, and wow. I bought a number of tokens that day. Um, I'll say at the time I didn't understand that they were actually hobbled fungible common tokens because of course the NFT standard didn't even exist on Hedera. I mean, yep. in a, in, by proxy, they are non-fungible the way in which they've been designed, but they are not of non-fungible token type. Uh, <laughs> that obviously leads to certain challenges. I, I, run, I run little scripts against the network to see how many tokens are out there, how many wallets own how many tokens and, and that sort of thing, just to try and assess the health of the market and watch how it's growing. Um, yeah, these are treated as non-fungible. So yeah, they're not part of part of those calculations. Uh, it was, in some ways, it was amazing how much infrastructure we had. I know that opinions will divide if I say the word exact, but you know, exact bootstrapped the space. Um, with, without exact, we would never have got to where we got to. Um, so early on, uh, unfortunately, you know, it, it really was a uh, uh, it was an MVP, right? Minimum <laughs> viable product, and yet we all treated it like it was a production, full on. Everything was ready, and yeah. and indeed, it was produced before NFTs were NFTs. <laughs> and so we're all learning on the go and. Uh, yeah, this is this is that classic that sometimes you don't want to go into the sausage factory. It's better to eat the sausage and not see how it was made. Sure, hundred uh, percent. We, we, we lived through that period of watching it with everyone doing different metadata standards, and you know, I, I've got a script that downloads things from my wallet. I think I've got eighteen different pathways through the script of how to unpack different metadata and ways people did things, and uh, I mean, some of it is insane. <laughs> I mean, genuinely insane. People made some crazy decisions and then started blaming, like, oh, the tool doesn't work. And like, whoa, 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 just calm down. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, let's all have some accountability for what we did. But um, it was, it was just, yeah, we went off at great speed. Um, yeah, HTS. Uh, yeah, the, the fact that Hedera supports native tokens, you don't need to deploy a smart contract to make them happen, opens it up to so many more people. So yeah, that, that is huge. Um, you don't need a lot of development work, but there is still a little bit that's required. And yeah, when people rely on others for their technical prowess and it doesn't quite work, clearly it leads to some frustration. Uh, yeah, we, we saw a lot of projects launch. It was great. Uh, it was a lot of fun back then. Small community, very wild west, um, and, and yeah, very enjoyable. I would say. Um, obviously, that then you know, it built up, crescendo. There was lots of promises of funding. Not all of it appeared for for various projects. Uh, I'll leave the politics because I don't. You know, I'm not an expert in the middle of it, but I, I saw the wash of some of it. Um, and then we had the the Christmas incident and the uh, yeah, the the, the uh, um, shutdown of Exact, uh, which was very painful for the space. Yeah. Uh, clearly, um, yeah, everyone involved, and 
it was yeah, it was at that moment that I realised it. As I say, it was an MVP. Right, we it wasn't the finished product. Uh, it set back the space a, a good way, and uh, you know, a lot of frustration. People left. People lost focus, etc. For me personally, it was useful. I mean, it, it kicked me into actually trying to do something rather than just playing around and moving tokens around. It's like, well, why? Why? What's so hard about this? So I, I picked up JavaScript, and I've now been hacking around in that for a few months. Um, and yeah, I, I try not to remember my first pieces of code because they were truly terrible. Uh, but uh, I'm getting better at it <laughs> slowly through time, which is good. Well, that matters. Uh, and, uh, allows me to sort of, you know, I, I've got scripts out there. Various creators use them for little bits and pieces around the edges. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a. Um, I'm an ex-dev, not a dev. Um, yeah, I'm not looking to monetize this or I'm not a company. I know some of the guys out there and fair play to them. They, they need to eat, right? <laughs> so, you know, they charge people what they charge, but I, I like to just help the community out. And if people have got things they need to do, you know, they want to uh, airdrop some HBAR to holders or they want to know who holds things so they can run raffles and audit scripts like that or you know, little bits and pieces. They want to send out NFTs, which is... They need to send 10 of them. That's a pretty painful thing to do. If you've, you know, um, I love Hashpack. I think what they do is wonderful. And without them, you know, obviously we've never recovered from the Christmas instant. But, uh, you know, anytime you're using a GUI like that to try and send out 10 of something, it can be really quite painful. Yeah. So, you know, providing command line scripts to turn creators into power users is, you know, is useful, I think. And, sure. uh, yeah, hopefully, with my uh, newfound free time for a couple of months, I'll be able to productionize some of those rather than yeah, and help more more people out to do, do these things. But uh, the space, um, yeah, the space has recovered. We're, we're, you know, we've gone back up the other side. Um, there have been some marketplaces launched, which is great. You know, obviously. We were hoping for for marketplaces. We've always been hoping for marketplaces, but there remains challenges. I mean, on the one hand, you've got zoos, which again, great great job, looks great, works well, but it does rely on escrow, which you know you can. But I understand why they yeah. do that. Um, I don't personally love it, but I buy from there. That's that's fine. That's not my problem. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, and it's a little bit more constrained because it's single token collections, uh, which has some creators have therefore reminted or whatever just so they can get onto Zeus. I don't really love the idea that a project's forced to do something to suit a marketplace. I always think that a platform should accommodate the users, but that's my choice. Um, you know, you can do it either way. Uh, then we've got Hash Guild. Uh, and I think, you know, what they're trying to do is, is great. That's the much more sort of open, flexible route, but um, it suffers in other ways because it relies on IPFS and uh, it can be a little slow there. And when you trade, you have to be online with the person in a half an hour window because you're using secure trade, um, which again, no fault of hashback is amazing. We have it. It's awesome. But, you know, that's a, that has been a frailty of the network. You had to use scheduled transactions to, to move things because both sides need to sign it. So technically, 
the network is now rolling out the things that we've been needing. <laughs> so yeah, we, we now have as of the version that um, version 25, I think it was, that went live uh, a week or so ago, that now now the, there is the functionality for allowance, allowance spending, so allowing someone else remotely to spend from your wallet up to a certain amount or move tokens. So that is the sort of functionality that you're used to with OpenSea if you're uh, you know, an ETH kind of person. Yeah. Right? So none, no one's implemented it yet, but the fact that we have the tech now means that we can see these things come to pass. 100%. Similarly, um, you know, we're moving rapidly towards the uh, RPC JSON relay, which will allow you know, MetaMask to sign transactions. So you know, it's all of a sudden, we're going to have the building block. And so this, you know, you asked for brief and I'm rambling on at length, but the point being, I think that the early days would go mint, exact, we bootstrapped the world and we thought we had the end result. And actually, we didn't have some really key technical pieces yeah. for NFTs on Hedera. Um, yeah, hats off to Galaxy because they're close to Hedera and they kicked them until they started doing things like standards, royalties, etc. Uh, but you know, more and more of these pieces are falling into place now. And it's a very exciting time because you know, as they come into play, uh, the ease with which uh, HTS allows projects to come online, uh, the, the speed, the cheapness, etc., allows more projects to come in. And then as we get things like the, the ability for MetaMask to, to uh, you know, just sign transactions and or um, Ledger to get full support, we will bring in more people because at the moment there are not as many wallets as all that out there. Uh, and and liquidity is tight because it's a bear market. So, yeah, I think launching anything at the moment is tough. <laughs> um, sure. yeah. Without a doubt. There's, yeah, there's like, you know, every new project and hats off to them for, for trying. But you know, everyone's trying to chase the same pocket of liquidity round and round and round. And it's great and all, but it tends to be just shiny objects. And sometimes things work and they don't. Sometimes they don't. Um, I think now is a personally a better time for head down building, you know, and, and that's, um, you know, obviously I, I, I joined the LSH uh, Laser Superhero uh, team. Uh, that's one of the things that's attracted me to it, you know, as, as a very early project, that's one of the, you know, one of the first out the gates. We're, we're funded. We've got the money in the treasury ready to go. You know, we're, we're, Developing things ourselves, but also um, you know, using external development resources as well to to try and accelerate and bootstrap us onto where we need to be. So yeah, that I think is a really key differentiator. Not only is there a unique project with big plans and lots of different mediums and interplay, and, and maybe a very strong roadmap, but on top of that, we've got the funding to deliver it, yeah. <laughs> which. Yeah, we're not needing to try and squeeze the lemon to get just our last few drips of juice. But yeah, we know what the technical challenges are. That's and, good. Um, yeah, we're, we're we're leaning into them at this point, and that's uh, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Head down, build. Right, <laughs> that's, that's that. Now's the time, right? and that's uh, yeah. For me, 
I've supported a lot of projects. I mean, <laughs> Rudon, you see me everywhere, right? I, I definitely try and support projects, even if I'm not really sure about them. Um, sure. I've, I've certainly learned some lessons the hard way of being too trusting, uh, but it's fine. I mean, it's, yeah, it, was always a, it was always a grand experiment for me to see uh, how this space was. But at its core, I like projects with builders attached with them. People who actually are trying really hard to deliver not just another set of generative art, but you know they're trying to build a community in some way, or they're trying to be available to their community for certain things, uh, and, and whether it's a, a tool or how they act with other people or how they share their information, you know, the, the, those things are really critical. To Very true. And, and yeah, makes a makes a big difference. Uh, yeah. Nice. That was my brief answer. Not very brief. Yes. <laughs> brief like a bones that answer. That was a great history yeah. lesson, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that was a beautiful history lesson. Like yeah. the, uh, you should write the textbook on the, the history of HBAR NFTs. Yeah. That'd be great. Yes. Been here too long for that. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I'm, I'm old in every sense of the word. Well, you're doing just fine, my friend. You're doing just fine. Right. So, how did you actually come to meet Baptiste and end up actually becoming a member of LSH? Uh, so I used to, for personal interest, and because people used to bother me a lot about, oh, you, you, you like this, you, you like crypto, what, what should I buy? What should I buy? And I'm, I, I'm not a guy for picks. Right? I'm, that's, that's never been my thing. I'm um, I'm a researcher at core. Right? I, I like to uh, yeah. I, I like to be able to sleep at night because I believe the thing will work. It's not to say I don't have degenerate plays where I bought something and hope you're buying, but it, the, the capital you allocate there is a is a much smaller number. Knowing that, so um, because I used to get a lot of those questions and I got tired of trying to explain, I started writing a monthly newsletter uh, on Hedera. Um, it lasted for about a year uh, uh, for various time constraint reasons. It, it's kind of fallen by the wayside now, but it just used to keep updating people on um, you know, use cases, what's happening. Uh, what, what was the name of it? Uh, Hedera Happenings. Was oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> if you nice. one of those kicking, kicking about, that was me doxing myself. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so that 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 was me. I used to keep people up. Uh, yeah, there, there's certainly it's it's been in, a, in and around the Discord community, but it went to a sort of wider, broader audience as well um, out there. And uh, um, yeah, so so that's that's where it all started. Now, uh, obviously, I was on the scene early, and when Baptiste launched Lazy Superheroes Gen One. It was yeah. The, um, it was expensive at the time, right? It was two thousand H bar. Uh, uh, you know, no one really knew. I had a I had a hunch that you know, knowing that he was involved with Exact and he had ideas for other things that that potentially it was a you know he's a builder. So I again, I've always thought that that's the sort of people you want to be involved in uh, and with and. Yeah, there was only a hundred of them, scarcity aspects, et cetera, et cetera. 
and I happen to be on a train. Um, I, I've been on a diligence trip to go and see a, a consumer lender in the UK when I was coming back home. And uh, it was, you know, I thought I'd, I'd have a shot at it and then praying that there were no tunnels <laughs> because I was on mobile reception. And obviously it sold out in seconds. And one, one friend of mine, um, I know, I, I kept it fairly low key, but he was a much larger NFT degenerate. And he, he's the one to blame for getting me actually into NFTs proper. Uh, a big, big East guy, um, or sorry, big East NFT guy, you know, um, swims with the, the bigger fish uh, than I do and would. Uh, and I used to, so, you know, I always used to justify my spending patterns on the fact that I'm not as crazy as him. Therefore, it's okay. You know, I, I'm, yeah, he, he, he would own a, uh, he'd uh, own, own a, um, you know, a mutant ape and, and sort of that kind of end of the world, you know, he, 5, 10, 20, 30 years. And I'd, and I'd look at him like, what on earth are you doing? That's, that's, that's like real money. Uh, like, so, yeah, I, I therefore could justify my spending patterns of a much, much more number. And, and you know, obviously my, my H-bar holding was bought at a, a pretty decent price, so it was okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I got involved from there. Um, I, yeah, I bought into Gen 1 SH. I, yeah, that, that little community, which, and this is a little hard to perhaps articulate, but the the Gen One community inside LSH it became very very tight knit. Um, it had all the features that, that I have grown to know are, are good for a project. You know, there's there's guys with decent guys and girls with good amounts of liquidity. Yeah, you know, th these are very quickly the the paper hands became visible, but most people in there are not sellers particularly. It's just an experiment to see how it goes. And so the project became very, very strong and tight-knit. Like, um, you know, you see it in a lot of other projects where as soon as something in, people are trying to make 50 age bar, 100 age bar on the, on the follow. Yeah, the first sale in this age was at 50k from 2k. So, yeah, that that's just major it just shows you it's a, it's a different uh holder base involved yeah, yeah um in that, right and then, you know it's gone all the way up it's come back down and there's been a couple of prints um you know circa 100k uh yeah that's value value is a hard thing to achieve but uh or, or to to understand necessarily and especially from the outside many <laughs> people have told me it's very serious and uh, which is fine, but I've seen the transactions, they're real. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, without I, a doubt. I, I've printed one at 100k, HBAR just hands up. So, yeah, I bought one in secondary, um, which you know, is a big ticket. I, I get that. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, humble brag, humble brag. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, the, it's for me, yeah. Uh, the the effort that Baptiste puts in the the many different angles and the many things that are going on mm -hmm. uh, it passes other projects and yeah it's pretty tireless uh, the the effort he puts in so that's yeah 
I came in, I was very impressed with lots of little tweaks and features. Obviously, it's been a it's been a fun project, but I won. Um, we, we have lots of giveaways for Gen 1, one of them that I won, which was one of the bigger ones, but I got to design a card for Hashgraph cards, um, the, yeah, the, the Altar of Kings. Um, that's one of my MSHs there you know, with his guitar. That's my design. Um, but yeah, I love that sort of thing, getting a chance to be actually creative and get a, a card out there. But yeah, I got a piece of the, the sales for, for that as well. So yeah, there, there've been lots of perks and lots of access and, um, yeah, yeah, lots of access to other projects, lots of pieces going on around that. And, uh, yeah, the, the comic book development, there's, there's, there's lots of big ideas. And of course the big roadmap items like the staking, like the lazy token, uh, you know, I know where we are on those, those parts. So, uh, Baptiste approached me. Uh, to, to join the founders team, founding team uh, a couple, couple of months ago now. I was helping out technical support, adding bits and pieces. So obviously I, I've just developed the token gating bot, etc. Yeah, and uh, with my with my sort of semi-economics hat on uh, my you know, experience from the, the financial side. Um, uh, as a as a credit modeler as well, you know, I, I have lots of useful parts for trying to sort of um, bootstrap tokenomics and, and the like, and give him a uh, give him a a firmer board to bounce ideas off. Because obviously, if you're a one man show, it can be um, a little easy to lose yourself sometimes. So 100%. I, I have some yeah. perspective, or I try to. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, well, that's, that's all. He's the brain power, right? I am the creative guy. I'm, I'm just the guy who adds stuff around the edges. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it also doesn't help that he has like five different projects on top of exact, like cause there's meerkats, there's hash horses. What are the, does he have other ones too? He, he's an advisor to meerkats. Um, obviously that's, uh, that's a little quiet. Uh, did yeah. not pick a particularly good time to try and launch. Hash horses is his, but yeah, that's a, that's more of a fun, fun little project. Um, yeah, that, that's more around the, the, the giveaways, etc. I mean, it's a pretty low cost mint. Uh, um, there, there, there are features I don't know if you happen to own an ultra, an ultra rare one. It will be um, you'll be able to stake it for lazy token in the future. So there are yeah. Then it's likely we've launched some uh, deflationary economics around token swaps and burning them to turn into things. But it was always designed as a cheap meant for people to, to have some fun with and the, the lotto ticket you know you if, if you happen to hold one and you spent 50 h bar on it and, and um yeah twenty thousand h bar back on the other side because you win the lottery well that was fun right sure. <laughs> um exact exact has, has been a big drain on his time um it's i, I think the official word is it's sunsetting now the funding never came through that had been promised, unfortunately. It's been in sort of stasis mode, keeping it alive, but it, it costs real money to keep the infrastructure alive. Um, uh, yeah, I think one of the things that wasn't, I mean, it's all been turned off now, but wasn't necessarily, uh, people weren't necessarily aware of was the exact, as well as the wallet and on mobile, which you know, I, I, 
I'd love a, I, I like, like that bit, the fact that it was a native iOS app, but it also had backend architecture and infrastructure for APIs. So, you know, it, it would have, it did allow people to, um, you know, rather than querying mirror nodes and figuring out who owns what tokens and doing it the hard way, you could just ask exact, pass off to its API and say, who owns, you know, who owns this token or, or, or the like. And it had a backend architecture, um, the server side stuff, which users don't really care for because they don't see it, but it allows the developers to, to, to get further ahead that much faster. Yeah. So that was one of the things that was a big loss. Um, and we, you know, we, we've now got replacements for that and people have built around it in other ways. But uh, you know, some of the minting tools had aimed to use that <laughs> and then it just disappeared. And so that was clearly problematic. Anyway, exact heading, sunsetting, I think that's fair to say. Um, so that will quiet down. Um, hash, graph, hash graph cards, that's, that's, a, that's a big, uh, big project. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a very real project. Um, there's lots of things going on there and, and new stuff, but you're, you're right. Like, like he's a, he's a busy, busy car, but that's always the thing I said to him, just head down, de develop, build, and just get it out there. You know, we've got some, some pretty good looking updates for all the artwork on the, the websites and, um, some of the, the, the graphical, uh, assets to be reworked. I think you know, the, the, that's going to be pretty exciting. We're getting closer and closer to to the, the smart contract led farming, which is something that has always been on the you know, uh, on the frame um, on the roadmap. But there have been challenges <laughs> to getting that live. But the pieces are falling into place. Not just development work side, um, which has ended up being a bit slower than we would have anticipated and hoped. But obviously, Hedera. Uh, you know, had some of the features, but without missing just little little slivers that you really kind of need. Um, but yeah, that will be great. Like you know, getting that out there, and hopefully we can give back to the community as well um, once we're there. So uh, yeah, you mind giving? You mind giving us? Him, but he's not here to to hear me say that. So. Bo Bobby Chulo <laughs> will always be in our hearts. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Talking more on the the lazy he's farms. I, I should say that like, he's he's on a call around uh, one of the, uh, the layer app and one of the things that we're developing uh, on on the LSH side. So I, yeah, I, I figured he never stops. Yeah. Any time I get to talk to him, I'm like, hi. Because yeah. <laughs> I get to talk to him for approximately two messages, and he is out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I get four, so you know I'm lucky. Right? <laughs> you got the upgrade. Yeah, exactly. Upgrade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's talk more about the lazy farms and the lazy token by chance. You mind giving us a better understanding of both of those for the lazy superheroes? Sure, sure, sure. Um, so the, the the lazy farming, uh, you know, designed to be lazy as per the name, <laughs> but um, you know, quite quite straightforward and, and simple idea. You know, we've got uh, it'll be smart contract deployed and you know, set up with you know, you, your group together. Um, NFTs in certain ways and, and, and pockets and put them away for a period of time. There'll be certain cards that, like the gems cards that will act as accelerants. Um, in the future, you will be able to use lazy token as a consumable to, to act as an accelerant to um, you know, some 
uh, in fact, it was, it was announced this week. This week, I think it was this week. It may have been last, but I think it was this week. Uh, that actually most of Series 5 of Hashcraft cards will only be available through farming. Wow. So, you know, the, the aim is to bootstrap real value from these pieces uh, by you know, locking them away behind the access through the LSH tokens. Um, you know, there'll be different farms for different rarities, uh, the, the, the sort of hierarchy that you might imagine, but you know, special farms for the collabs. Yeah, no, no piece left behind. If it if it was an official lazy superhero piece of uh, uh, memorabilia in NFT form, then it, it's likely that it will work in some combination for some rarity of item. Uh, and you know, put it simply, you, you put it away, and uh, on the other end, you get back your thing, whatever that that thing may be. Uh, and yeah, some some of the some of the items for that again talking about being funded, etc. But yeah, the 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 stock spreadsheet of what's available. I mean, it's it's big, it's good. It's not like it's some you know um, cheap and nasty. You know, you know, you know, Baptiste was even in the market on the Hashgraph card side buying back some of the early uh, you know, or trying to buy back some of the early cards yeah. at market. Levels, and um, he struggled to get them out of people. But yeah, yeah. The, the, there's real value that's been put aside to, to go in here. I mean, that's that's the whole point. Right? It only it only works if the thing get coming out is something that you want and, and has some desirability to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. and so that's, that's exactly how that's set up. And then um, you ask on on lazy token. I mean, so lazy token will only be created by staking your items uh yeah that's it there's no pre-mint there's no founder share nice. none of that so obviously it's all about balancing the inputs and the outputs we have some spreadsheets and we have some models but we're still tuning and until it goes live nothing is formal or official uh but you know there will be different powers of staking your like, staking score so something like an LSH Gen 1 has the highest, given its scarcity, but there will be different uh, different grades on there. There'll be time-based bonuses. So if you leave it staked every month, then there'll be an incremental multiplier up to a maximum. So that will mean you're accruing, but as soon as you draw it down, obviously that will reset. There will be with the LSH Gen 2, all of the metadata on there is, is used to combine. So um, you know, uh, if you have every weapon that exists across all of them combined together, well, that will get you a, like a set multiplier bonus. I mean, I'm, I'm old enough to remember the original Diablo, but uh, you know, good old hack and slash games where you've got some armor set, some kind that generates an extra bonus on top. So these things will be stackable. Um, you know what? What then do you use the other uh, use the lazy tokens for? Well, it will allow you consumables to speed up the farming, but it may also allow you to buy you know LSH Gen three when it comes. Uh, it's likely that actually pieces of that will be sold off solely or discounts in lazy token. Um, there will be certainly for the the Gen one um, guys and girls. Uh, there's uh, the concept of uh, potions for developing mutants of, of those. I've seen some of the artwork for that. Again, it's pretty 
pretty cool. You all know, the artwork's drugs, amazing. I love it all. Serum. Serums. That's the word. Not potions, serum. I'm going to get told off using the wrong <laughs> word. But yeah. So, um, yeah, but, but those are exhaustible and one shot per uh, Sage Gen 1, for instance. And, you know, the, it, will there be one for the villains? May well be, but in time, yeah. So there's definite consumables there. There's a number of um, uh, of uh, games in the works, which potentially is where some of the chibis will be used for. But again, access to certain pieces here. The comic books, comics. The first comic, which the uh, the, uh, the the art graphics. I mean, production value is absolutely top notch. Um, yeah, I think. I think. Hopefully, everyone's going to be. Um, surprised by just how how good it is, and it's getting near. So the initial comic will be free to read, but there'll be airdrops of that comic book to people. But there may also be ways to buy it with as NFTs, with potential access to get alternative covers or even the alternative endings. Which you know, little things like that. Um, yeah, will will be uh, yeah other ways that will will imbue it with value, but there'll be plenty yeah. of things that you can spend it on in order to try and balance it out. Uh, yeah, events, raffles, access to things, giving people um, you know access for temporarily to to a certain thing for a period of time. Um, there's you know, the, and from there on, what the community does with it is what the community does with it. If if people wish to. Yeah, exchange it for other pieces because it has that, that value or they need you know, someone else needs the consumable for something else that they want to do um, then you know it will it will hold a value if someone decides they want to put a liquidity pool up um, it, it won't be us uh, formally or officially but you know I'm, I'm excited about DeFi on the Hedera network um, yeah. so you know let, let's see uh, who knows that uh, there could be a, a HBAR lazy um, pool at some point in the future, uh, especially if some of the higher value, big ticket items that people want access to uh, yeah, are only available in Lazy, then there, there's there's some value there, even if it's only not. So uh, yeah, we we look forward to making it as easy and lazy as possible for people, mainly about holding things and uh, keeping them together. The yeah, we think the set bonuses and the like will. Um, once we publish the details, make trading of Gen 2 LSH that much more exciting because you know, it might not be the rarest. At the moment, everyone just chases rarity. Oh, yeah. it's the, the 15th rarest one. I, I kind of want that one. <laughs> but let's just scrap that. And it's like, well, but it's got the sword that I need. Without that, I don't get my set bonus. So, so all of a sudden, even the, the you know, least wanted items have value to the right person because they complete sets and things like that. So yeah, sure. yeah, that's that's what what we're aiming for. Have you ever um, thought about potentially turning the comics because they're going to be like actual comics, but in NFT form, correct? Have you ever thought about yeah. turning those comics yeah. into like a rent a comic type of module, where you're able to rent it out to somebody else? They're able to experience the comic and then return it back to the owner. Interesting, like a no. library, like a library yeah. situation. More like more like or less a like a library. Situation. Yeah, interesting. No, have not thought about that. But, uh, Just an idea, uh, throwing your heads or something, you know? Oh, that's cool. I mean, we, you know, we, we would like to actually get them published in, in you know, paper format and get That'd them. That'd be amazing. Uh, I'd buy yeah, one. It, it might, yeah, me too. It might be uh, 
just for cost wise, I think we might end up waiting until we've done a second edition or whatever. Yeah. Just doing it for one run is not necessarily the most cost effective. For but, sure. Um, yeah. You know, we, we would like to, you know, the, the mediums in which, I mean, Baptiste was always very clear about this in his vision. It's not, uh, you know, NFTs aren't the only way to further the brand. No. Like the, the, There's the so brand much more. Is, much bigger yes than, um, yeah 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 and it's again i'm um i'm clearly biased so like you know <laughs> that. I, I mean i can get that out there but you're a founder you have to be biased just, more or less the smidge yeah but but how many other projects have a story arc that ties the characters together like, like i mean that that alone is is valuable and you'll see that when the the comic book comes out i i realize that without reading the story you don't necessarily have that context but knowing you know which of the heroes are related to each other the fact that um yeah a, as it stands the the heroes and the villains they have the you know, nemesis of e each other so you know, there's huge fertile ground i mean we, we all know the sort of bare bones of how superhero stories work yeah the, yeah, the, the plot development of the, you know, the, each of the characters and how they fit together, um, that, that gives a, a huge runway yeah. of material to, to work with, with some creativity, which is it, not just another PFP project, right? It's not just a bunch of art that's been generated and out there. Um, that's not to do down those because I think they're great and I have a lot of fun with those. But my point is, it's a it's a much more thoughtful thing. For um, sure. Yeah. I mean, um, you can do yeah, a lot. I'll, I'll do a bit show if I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the brand itself is like you said, more than just an NFT project. Like you can do so much more digital and physical. Ooh. There's so much value to come with this. And especially when the artwork's so good, like it is like, I love the artwork for this project. It's just so yeah. unique and it's so like one of one. And yeah. it's just, I feel like once Hedera's ecosystem of NFTs are continuing to be developed and there's a lot more sound ecosystem backing it, I have no doubt in my mind that the Lazy Superheroes will do wonders in the years to come. Yeah, definitely. Plus, plus the other thing that they have as well is the community behind them. I mean, I, I haven't seen another project that has such a, a strong, uh, devout following of holders. I mean... Maybe, you know, could kind of compete with Vasizi because I mean, you know, <laughs> see, DJ knows, oh, DJ knows. He's one of us. Exactly. 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 That's, that's why the community is so great because everybody connects well with each other. It's the village. The H bar community yeah. is a small village. Yeah. It's fantastic. It, it, it really is. But, but that's, look, there's, there's truth in, there's absolutely truth in that. Right? that some of the, oh, a number of the creators who run projects that were here from the very early days have coalesced into this project for various reasons. Right? And um, yeah, I, that's, uh, that's normally a good sign, right? Mm -hmm. when, when you have a lot of people all trying to do, yeah, everyone has different opinions. It's not that everyone's aligned and it's not some, and I know from the outside, certainly um, I've, I've heard the accusations of like, oh, it's, 
there's wash trading and they're all just trying to make this thing. It's like really, yeah, it's okay. I, I, I hear where you're coming from, but it's not. <laughs> I, I've seen the transactions with my own eyes. I've been yeah. party to them when I paid out my own pocket. <laughs> right. So it's, it, yeah, it's very real. Um, it, it helps that it's a small community or was, you know, it's been great um, today with, uh, with, you know, we've got the bot live. So now we're, yeah, eight people are able to verify wallets, plural, and, uh, and and get their statuses based off tokens. And suddenly, seeing a whole load more people inside the uh, the inner sanctums is is great. Right? It's it's really refreshing, and it's at least a month or two overdue because I've been sick. Um, but <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, thankfully the market's been slow, so um, hopefully people will forgive us for that. But uh, yeah. Uh, Growing the community is good, but uh, it's been it's been a nice tight knit group, and that that really does does help and make a yeah. difference. It'll help yeah. in the long run for sure, without a doubt, mm -hmm. especially short term as well. Is there any idea of when you might think we will see Gen Three come? No, I've got no idea. No Obviously, idea. We, we did the first we did the first launch, um, soft launch, whatever you want to call it, of of Gen uh, of Gen Two through Phase One. Uh, there's lots more to come. Honestly, market timing, we were very hit and miss as to whether we even wanted to do it. We knew it was a tough market we were going into um, and building, building the hype, delivering with all the pieces sort of in different stages was always going to be hard. We're pretty happy with the results. Actually, you, you know, we, we've got... Um, we got a good amount of buy-in. Yeah, most people who were on the whitelist did it. It was it was great to, to see, and and great to open up the uh, the inner sanctum to more people. But um, <laughs> yeah, but the the aim is again head down, build, bring out the bring out the farming, get on, then straight away parlay that into the staking and uh, and balancing the the lazy ecosystem there. At which point. We believe strongly that people will want in. People who aren't in will want in because they'll see the value. And at that point, then we, you know, we'll open it up. And um, there's, there's no rush. I mean, you know, the, the good news is again, story arcs. Uh, we've got huge fertile ground to keep running at this for a number of pieces. You know, that we've talked about 3D visualizations and uh, and lazy verses and things like that. You know, there's there's lots of different pieces we can take this in, and uh, we're we'll explore those upfront first, and then uh, and then go on from there. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited at this time of my life where hopefully I've got a few months to sort of really drop in to this mode before I find another job because we'll have to. Hopefully, this becomes your job someday. Yeah. I, I don't think I can retire yet, and, and uh, I, I kind of like NFTs to be fun as opposed to a chore. Sure. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll try and keep it that way. That's but, good. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, um, that's very fair. Yeah. Well, BJ, if there's uh, anything else you'd like to add on to the Lazy Superheroes, to the Age Bar's future, anything? Ooh. Uh no, I mean, only, only to say that it's been an absolute 
blast for me. I mean, I've, I've loved that I've loved this whole experience. I've allocated more capital to NFTs than I ever thought I would. I mean, it should. <laughs> me too, buddy. Me too. I second that one. Um, yeah, you know, there's been some real characters along the way, whether it's like Felix and Crypto Dogs. I mean, like, oh. I love that guy. He is, he's like, he's just like the totally unknown gem. Absolutely. Um, whether it's the, the the craziness of Cap and his hot dog hustle uh, <laughs> on the, the other hand, or the uh, you know the the other projects like Little Universe and, uh, and the Hashcraft Punks, and you know, I, there, there's uh, Pandemania. There's been there's so H-Bomber, many good projects out there. I, I know I'm kind of quoting <laughs> the old the old gang and the old guard, but. Um, but then it, it's also exciting to see guys like UG, uh, UGA Nation, right? So mm-hmm. the, the you know, Solana guys cross-chaining over to Hedera, and uh, yeah, that that kind of thing I think will be will be huge. Right? Yeah, we yeah. see communities sort of gel together. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, but uh, there's there's so many great people out there trying really hard to bring bring it. I yeah, you know, at times as is natural with a small community, it's a bit like a family. There can be a bit of infighting. Um, I don't enjoy that bit. Uh, I, I'd rather us all sort of stand on each other's shoulders and make it bigger and better. But, Build each other yeah, up. The, and yeah. tell people about people like Servan. Let's spread the word. I, yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, but, but I will say that I thought NFTs were further developed than they were last year when I got involved. And, you know, hands up, I was too enthusiastic because I thought that to be the case. Now I'm much more of a realist and I see it. And probably because I'm developing bits and pieces here and there to help the community too. But we're getting close. Very That's close. perhaps yeah. the message I'd end on is that there's real progress and traction. And yeah, even seeing things like um, Pizza Party, you know, which is an XRP project that got frustrated because they weren't getting to where they wanted to be there, moving cross-chain to be Hedera as, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if only, if, if only the, uh, the foundation would, would focus on NFTs a little bit more to get yeah. the tools there, like, like Solana did, right? I mean, make a huge, huge effort. But the, the days when we have an OpenSea equivalent and people can just as easily out of their MetaMask move stuff around and sign transactions and make Without it happen the gas there. I mean, to me, it's going to be explosive. Yeah. So, um, you know, don't lose faith. It's clearly a tough time. Head down, build. But the pieces we need are, are falling into place pretty quickly at this point. So, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm pretty excited about the progress into the back half of the year um, uh, as people get to grips with all these you know, various aspects and we see the outcome of, uh, of the hackathons and all the smart contract work and um, yeah, it's, it's a bright future, I'm a big believer. So um, yeah, I'm out and about, I'm, I'm trying my best. If anyone has questions or wants a little bit of uh, dev work and uh or, or to help with dev work or, or maybe even I'll, I'll run a uh you know a uh a, a little developing with dj sessions teach people Ooh. how to write some basic scripts like if, if cool. an appetite 
community shout. Like, I'm, I'm happy to try. Watch up old developer, but I'll do what I can. Um, you still got it in because uh, it's going places. I yes, mean, uh, I'm putting the effort in. Baptiste's targets, so uh, yeah. See where we go. Thank Love you for the opportunity, guys. Thank you. Thank you for everything, DJ. Yeah. Thank you once yeah, again DJ, for coming on. You are the man. Yes, you are. You are. <laughs> Way too kind. I'm just a guy <laughs> trying his best, but thank you, guys. <laughs> well, with that being said, this has been the Alt Kings podcast, and we will see you next episode. Ooh, got it. <laughs> Again, I missed it. <laughs>